now. Hi. Hi, everybody. Good morning, morning. We're morning conquerors. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. And we're overcomers. Hallelujah. We're morning conquerors because Jesus conquered everything. Let's start with yes. the, Let's start with the fact that, that nothing, no weapon formed against me can prosper. Why? Right? Because He conquered everything. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank you. I'm more than a conqueror. Amen. I'm not a conqueror. I ain't conquered nothing. He conquered it all. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. And because He conquered, I overcome. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am honestly, oh, this is great, guys. You guys are, I don't know what you're going to hear this morning, but I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. But this coming from the Word. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. I already told the congregation this morning, I don't care if you get mad if it, if it hits you. Then that, that's what it was supposed to do. I don't care if you get mad. At Just come back and get mad again next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love it. Man, pride. Oh, we're still talking about pride. Amen. Let me tell you something. Pride is behind it all. Pride is behind it all. Let me, I'm going to show you something. Okay. Genesis chapter 3, verse 5. Genesis chapter 3, verse 5. Matter of fact, start with Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. I'll read fast. We're going to read 1, 2, and 3. Genesis chapter 1. We're going to see pride right from the outset. Alright? Amen. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now, you know, we started with this when we started talking about pride. When you go to pride, we went even further back than that. We looked at Lucifer when he was in pride. Amen? But he said, more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yes, have the Lord, as God said, you should not eat of every tree of the garden. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of every, meat fruit, eat fruit of every uh, tree of, uh, 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 eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. We can eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. But, verse 3, of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, and neither shall you touch it, lest you die. To prevent the possibility, you should die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. You ever have people tell you that? That's not what God said. God didn't mean that. You're not going to die. You, no. But, you know, you have some friends that do stuff like that to you. They'll set you up to fail. Look at the rest of it. Verse, verse that verse. And he says here. Next verse. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah verse 5. For God does know. Now here the devil is talking about what God knows. For God knows that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. I can be like God. I can know what he knows. Then I don't need him. That's basically what they're saying. You don't need him. You can be a God. You can be like him. 
set them up. You eat of the fruit, and you shall be gods. And sure enough, they became gods to them own, to their own self. And how inadequate had they become? Because the first thing they did when, they, when shame came upon them, when they lost the glory of God, when they came out from under his protection, what did they do? They ran and hid. And what did they do? They covered themselves with big leaves. The scripture told us that pride goes before fall. Right? Proverbs, I think it's 18 too. Pride goes before fall. Yes. Amen? Amen. So they fell. And now they're trying to, they got shame, they got fear, everything. Oh, these big bad gods here. They got shame, fear, and everything. Now they're in a defeated posture. They don't know what to do next. They're in shame, so now they're going to get big leaves and try to cover themselves. Pride is a terrible thing. It comes to destroy you. It comes to separate you from your creator. Or, or, or to separate you, or you and I, from our Father. I'm talking to believers right now. From our Father. Pride comes to separate you from your, from your Father. Because it keeps you, you focused. So it's, separate, it's trying to separate you from your source. From your source. Because our Father is our source. Amen. Amen. And if we, if our focus is first us, a really good way to test ourselves. Yes. If we are always our first, if we are always our priority, that's probably an issue of pride. If mm. we are always our priority. Wow. We are ours. Amen. Amen. My four, me, my four, no my more. Four. Amen. Amen. Put Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4. We're going to look at Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4. Wow. <laughs> yes, it is. Glory to God. Behold, his soul is lifted up. I'm sorry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright. In other words, his, his, who's lifting the soul? His, his, him. His pride. It's not upright in him. But, watch this, the just shall live by his faith. The just. Who are the just? We are. Right. Believe us in Christ. Yeah. You can, well, the, exactly. Those that who receive the life of Christ, you can say the righteous, the upright shall live by his faith. Now, I correlate that to mean two things. And I'm not going to say it now. This faith, the righteous lives by his faith. Whose faith? Jesus. Who said that? Me. Girl, you get an A plus for that. <laughs> by Jesus' faith. The judge shall live by his faith. Because his faith and the faith that we're to operate is the same faith. Matter of fact, he gave us his faith. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So the judge shall live by his faith. Everybody say, I have, I have the, faith the faith of Christ. Of Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And let's simplify that. Mm -hmm. His faith 
meaning the faith of Christ compared because we have we have faith. Right. And we have everyday faith. Because think about it, guys. When you were ever when you came up those steps, you didn't go you didn't go to the step and let me see if it's and take it like one step at a time. You just came up the steps because you your faith said these steps are sturdy. When you sat on these chairs, you didn't test the chairs to see if we could hold your weight. You just came and plopped down. You have we have natural faith. We have nat when we go out and start our car leaving. We just get in our car, we turn it off last night. We've got natural faith that it's gonna start the next morning. We have an expectancy zoom. Yes, yes. But in Amen. his faith, his faith goes beyond the ordinary. Right. Oh my goodness. Because those are things that are seen. Exactly. So now you gotta operate with a faith. Things that's that are not seen. Amen. That's, Amen. Where his, that's where his faith is. His faith. The faith that the just shall live by is the faith in the unseen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the reason so many of us get stuck over here in pride is because we don't see or know or acknowledge the unseen as being real. For God is a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. Our God, our Father is a Father who calls those things that be not as though they were. Alright? You remember Thomas? Mm -hmm. And Thomas says, I'm not going to believe it until I see Jesus. And I'm paraphrasing. And for those of you who, you know, I'm not adding or taking anything away, okay? So, you know. Anyway. He says, I, you know, I'm going to put my hands in. I need to touch his, the holes in his hand. I need to see. You know, all these things. He, he needed all of this evidence. Mm -hmm. So when he saw Jesus, Jesus said, come here, Thomas. Here, boy. Put your hand in there. Because you feel like touch that. Put your hand on my side. Here, go ahead. Right? And Thomas said, Lord, I believe. He said, no, Thomas, because you've seen, you believe. You've seen. Because you've seen, you believe. But blessed art thou who have not seen. Hallelujah. Yes. Still believe. Yes. Still believe. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's Amen. right there, right? That takes Amen. you right, right there. there. Uh -huh. See, pride. Mm -hmm. Pride is a pretender. I love that. Pride is a pretender. Pride is a pretender. Exactly. In certain situations, we pretend that we're. A we're, certain way. Yeah. We pretend. We want to look a certain way. We want people to perceive what they see. So I'm pretending to be something that I'm really not because I'm, I'm working in my own strength and my, I have more faith in me than I do in what Christ has done for me. Amen. Let me tell you something. Faith, the foundation for a believer's faith must always start with what Jesus Christ accomplished on the cross. Amen. Amen. Yeah, your new cars and your new houses and all the money you want in the bank. Was these things, was provision made and what Jesus did on the cross were those things. I got a lot of people doing this now. All the blessing of God 
was provided for us through his death, burial, burial, and resurrection. And as we study it out, people, the problem is, is people don't examine what happened on the cross, don't understand what happened from, from, from his death, uh, I mean, from when he got on the cross, his death, burial, and his resurrection when he's seated with the Father. We don't know much about that because the only time we talk about it is Easter week. When this is a topic that should be taught every week. Amen. In some way, form, or fashion. If, if, if the word being taught does not lead to Christ and what he has done for you, then it's, it, 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 it's powerless. This is good. Amen. Amen. Because the word, because you see that Christ did everything. He did finish the work. And by you accepting what he did, receiving what he did, now you can walk. Now grace can work in you. For by grace you are saved, how? Through faith. Faith in what? In Jesus Christ and what he accomplished for us. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him for dead, from the dead, in other words, that God made full provision for you through his death, burial, and resurrection, then thou shalt be saved. What is saved? You'll be saved. Receive salvation. Walk in his blessing. Walk in health. Walk in prosperity. Walk in his protection. Walk in peace. Walk in all of the blessing of the Lord. This is salvation. Yes, yes. So now when I'm believing, I'm believing from the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I am receiving because I believe that what he has done for me is unlimited. So now I won't stay tied to what I can do. If you're in pride, it's because of a lack of faith. Amen. Amen. That is. <laughs> Amen. Pride is to be detested. We should hate pride. We should hate it. The, the very thought that I would have any pride working in me, I should be praying, Lord, take this away from me. Yes. Take it away from me. Rid me of this pride because it will keep me at bay. I will never, I will never, pride will never allow to. Uh, Pride will never allow grace to work in you. Amen. And I'm not talking about some watered down grace. He told us in the beginning, for by grace you are saved through faith. By God's ability, God's strength, God's capacity, you are made, uh, you are saved through faith. So it starts with you believing the word taught. And him allowing you to receive it in your heart by you receiving it. And when you, when you believe and you receive, then grace will be applied. But the moment you, you, see, you, you can reject grace, you can reject grace by staying tied to yourself, to your own flesh, to your own thinking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No problem. No, no, no. No, everything is good. I'm enjoying it. Um, but it should be. Right. We should hate pride. But think about it. We live in a world that's so full of... We are 
are surrounded by pride. I mean, engulfed by pride. Um, even in our, you can't get away, it's very popular. You can't get away, I said it last week, it's very popular. Any place your work, your home, shopping, sports events, you can't get away from that spirit of pride. That's right. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's every place. Everywhere. And it is so, it's, in fact, it's so popular that if you even, because if you even do a good deed, people think that there's a reason behind you doing a good deed. Hmm. People do not expect people to do good things. Right. Um, that shouldn't be. But we can't, we don't hate it because if you hate it, that'll put you in a separate category because then you'll stand out. And we don't want to stand out. We want to blend in. Mm. I didn't say the church, but yes, the church is full of pride. The church is full of pride. And that's one of the reasons, yes, that faith isn't working because we are so full of pride. Saturated. Saturated. When we should, and that's is keeping us from being, the, from fulfilling the call that God has for us, from mm -hmm. fulfilling that call. Pride is keeping us from obeying God, who we say we love and trust. Mm -hmm. Jesus satisfies a feeling. Yes. Pride is. Yes. Pride is the it's nature of Satan. Yes. Yes, it is. Pride is the nature of Satan. Yes. Amen. 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 If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things, the nature of Satan, has passed away. That's right. Behold, all things have become new, the grace of God. The nature of God. We now have his life and his nature. And we become totally reliant on him. We live, we move, and we have our being in him. Amen. 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 You want to see some things turn around in your life? You want to see some things turn around? Uh, turn around? Get out of pride and get in faith. That's right. I like it. Receive his grace. Listen, let me say it again. Get out of pride. Get in faith. And receive his grace. For by grace, we are saved. Through faith. Get in faith so that by grace you will walk in salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we get when we start living, because this it should be a faith walk, but when faith is evident in our life, and all these things start just just coming. You see the grace of God just coming. It's like a I kind of compare it to a water hose, like you got the hose, right? And the hose is your faith. Mm -hmm. And then the grace is the water just keeps coming through and coming through. And it's like, you can't, you don't stop it. You can't stop it. When you're in faith, you cannot stop his grace from flowing. That's right. Hallelujah. If you're in faith. And you're not going to be in faith if you don't trust God. That's right. And it's not trusting God and all the easy stuff. As a matter of fact, the easy stuff, probably you're doing without trusting right, God, to be honest with you. You're probably doing the easy stuff. It's trusting God. When there's something coming at you, I heard someone say just recently, um, he was like, well, we've tried everything else. Now we should, I guess we better pray. That's not <laughs> you know, 
And they, I mean, and they, I'm talking about believers. Right. I'm talking about the church. <laughs> believers. And we need to, this, we are a faith people. We, we operate in faith. We don't, we, as the scripture says, because of faith, we can call those things that be not as though they are. Yes. Because we're calling those things which are, we're calling them what the word says they are, not what we see they are, mm. right. but what the word says they are. That's how we call things that be not Come on. as though they are. Because that thing has to line up to the word if I've got faith to trust God and believe it. Glory be to God. Amen. Think about what you just said. You said that people will come and say, well, I tried everything else. I guess we're, I guess I've been super, I guess we'll, I, I guess I can pray now. You should have been Let's praying pray. from the beginning. See, I, I, I done, I done tried everything I know now, God. I'm going to see what you might be able to do. Because I can't do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. That's basically what you're saying. That's why people don't receive from God. That's why people don't get healed and delivered and set free. You see, let me show you what, let me, let me show you what faith is. Dr. Gidget report, cancer, healed. You don't even get, you got cancer, I'm healed. That's you right. got kitty back. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. That's right. Doc, I don't care what you say. <laughs> Amen. 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 That might be what you see, but I'm going by what I don't see, but what I know in my heart. Amen. That he hung on Calvary. Amen. That all the sin in the world and my sin, past, present, and future was put upon him. Amen. And he was punished for my sin. He paid the price so that I wouldn't be so I wouldn't have to live under a curse. I accept what he did. I accept what he did. The work is finished and complete. I will not believe your report. I thank you for all that you know and all that you've done. But I choose to believe the report of the Lord. The chastisement or the punishment of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes I was healed. That's what faith does. Instead of running to every doctor and every specialist, I'm not telling you don't go to the doctor. Boy, if you don't believe, you better run. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Find every specialist and every doctor. And by the you know, it's okay, all right? So you get, maybe when you go to the first doctor and you get your word, you stop believing, you say, well, you know, I don't think I need that specialist. Or I might, or, you know, whatever, whatever your choice is. If you don't believe, you need a whole lot of stuff. I'm going to preach it. May not sound very pretty to some folk, but that's all right. Stick around a minute. Let's look at some example of Because this is, this is what the church, mm -hmm. I want to, we want the church to understand. Mm -hmm. That we don't base, we don't take the word of God and bring it down to our situation. How do you say this? Bring it down. You can't reduce God. We can't reduce God's word. People, people attempt to do that. You know, all right, let's, let's, let's simply park right there. Let's park there for a minute. What, what we have a tendency to do is we want the word to justify us being the way that we are. Yes. 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 We think we're already there. There's some folk right now that think that been, some of them have been saving, praising, uh, uh, sir, been born again for a year. And some for 60 years. And they haven't grown an inch. 
And they're still trying to manipulate the word to justify them. Man, I've seen people come up with stuff that I ain't never heard of trying to justify. What they're doing is trying to justify them being the way that they are. Yes. They want the word to justify. It ain't going to do it. Oh, you know what they do? I have to I have to tell you this. This is what they do. Those, these people that you're talking about, they'll go into the Word, and they'll find another person's sin. They'll find a man's sin, what somebody else did, to justify themselves. Now, they don't go to Jesus. I got to tell you something. They don't go to Jesus, who had no sin. Oh they'll God. go to a man who uh -huh. did sin. Well, let me tell you. Okay, see, I'm going to get in trouble here, but I don't care. I really don't care. And I, I'm not a political person. I'm not. But i got to say this. We will make excuses for people being the way that they are to get what we think we want. Well, I know he's messed up here, and I know he's jacked up. Well, I know she's this way, and I know she's that way. But, so we raise up men and women, and we say God raised them up, and they say, well, ha, look at God. He used David. He used this person in the Old Testament. Yeah, but guess what? They're all dead and gone, and Jesus is alive. Well, he's my example today. That's right. Because Jesus would say, I'm only going to say what my father says. I'm only going to do what my father does. He wouldn't even be accepted in there. Right. And he would tell us, come on, y'all, get away from that filth and that mess. Because you want to raise up demons to try to get to do, to do what you want them to do because you think you're pleasing me. The bottom line is this. Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. I'm an alien here. I'm a citizen under the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he told me to walk by faith and not by sight. That's right. Amen. Amen. And you're making God a liar. Could you say, well, God puts these people in office and God did this. So now you're going to tell me he puts this person here so the country can fail and this one here so it can be successful. Stop lying. <laughs> That's not my God. Amen. He put you here to do his work. That's right. Hallelujah. Now do his work. Preach the gospel. That's right. Preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Put it up there. Mark chapter 16. Put it up there. Put it into this nonsense. Look. Come on now. Mark, I'm going to show you something. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. 15. And he said unto them, Go ye and vote. Go ye and establish, establish my political party. He said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Right. And these signs shall follow them. Come on now. These signs shall follow them that... Next verse. All right, hold on. These shine. Oh, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. That's right. He that believeth not shall be damned. That's right. And he said, These signs 
shall follow them that believe. And half these people don't believe this that is preaching this mess out here. Half they don't even believe this. They don't believe the gifts were put to death. They don't believe that we can lay hands on the sick. They don't believe that people can be raised from the dead. They don't believe people can be healed today. Healing's not put today. They don't believe tongues are put today. They don't believe any of this stuff, but they'll get up and they'll take a banner and a gun and they'll come out and shoot you for their natural beliefs. Why are we going to lie? Tell the truth. This is what he told us to do. These signs shall follow them that believe. He said, in my name. They shall cast out devils. Speak with new tongues. Keep going, brother. Keep with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if anything comes against them to try to hurt them, it's not going to hurt them. They shall... Where we at? They shall lay hands on the sick. And, the, and, and they might recover? If they don't recover, if they don't recover, because you don't believe it. You're too busy doing man's business. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Verse 19, come on now. So then after the Lord has spoke with them, he was received up into heaven. And what did he do? Because he left the work to us. He sat down at the right hand of the Father in authority. And all authority is that with him. To sit down means that he sat down with the authority given to him. All right, keep going. And, and uh, so then, da, 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 da. and they went forth preaching and uh, preached everywhere. The Lord working with that shouldn't even be there. The Lord them shouldn't be there because that's in italics. The Lord working with and confirming the word. With signs following. Amen. Amen. That's what we need in the body of Christ, people. But pride wants us to do it our way, mix a little God in there with us. Mm. All right. Mm -mm. Mm. All right. Now I got everybody mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I got to tell the truth. No, we're always now. Right. Now let's look at some examples of pride. Okay. I'm so proud of my kids. Oh, I'm proud of my wife. I'm proud of it. It's I, and I'm proud of mine. Oh, my, my son is doing so good. My daughter is doing so. My grandkids are doing great. I'm so proud, and I'm, I'm so guilty of saying these things. God never said that about Jesus. Because I made it about me and what mine is doing. And somehow, in all of that, I get a little... I get a little boost out of that because they're mine, and so if they're good, I must be good. <laughs> pride. It's pride. That's pride. Let me show you something. Matthew 3, 17. says a low voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son and who I'm proud of well pleased. who I am well pleased say ain't always pleased with my children I'm proud of them because they got up here but I ain't pleased with them 
One, I just want to be pleased with them for whatever they do. Right. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter to what degree. I'm well pleased. Why? Because they trust God and they and they walk in faith and they not by sight and and they're not greedy and they're not you know heaping riches unto themselves. That you know, like when my kids, all three of my kids are married, that they're loving their spouse and they're loving their children, that they're loving them with everything they got. They're loving them that they're sold out to what God has given them. That that, that they're not that they're not selfish. You know, divorce is because people are selfish. They want what they want. They want to go. Me, I, my. Only by pride comes contention. Pride goes before fall. I'm going to tell you men something. Whether you're married or getting married or not married, it's on you. I know I'm way out. I'm out. Y'all can stick with me. You ain't going home until we finish. But I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> When it talks about the office of the deacon, he said, man must first rule his own house well. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. Right? Isn't that what it says? You know how you rule your house in love? Not with more rules, more laws. I mean, you've got guidelines and stuff, and, and you know, you got expectations and so on. Yes. But you rule with love. Love. Amen. When something goes wrong in your household, you take responsibility for it. Hallelujah. You take responsibility Hallelujah. for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't just keep pointing the finger at this. Lord, I need your help. I can't yes. do this by myself. Yes. You see, pride says, I got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I'm not in pride and say, Lord, help me to be the father that I'm supposed to be. Help me be the husband that I'm supposed to be. They end up teaching you this stuff. You got too many lawyers that's sitting there waiting for you to call them. Yes. Lawyers sitting out there waiting. They're a mess. Their lives are a mess because they got more confidence in what they're trying to get you to do something stupid so they can get their money. God is only interested in is his love being <coughs> say it again. Distributed. So pride will keep you focused on your poor no more.
And oh, can I add to that? Yeah. Because we came from what we came from. We came from, you know, I know I was born and raised in New York, but we came from a place out in New Mexico. Went to Oklahoma. We went to a church in New Mexico that if somebody hollered out a need, somebody went to work to meet that need. They didn't think of themselves. There was a need in the, in the body. There was a need for the pastor one day. Pastor, somebody said something. here. just moved. They moved into a new new house, and he needed a dining room set. Now I'm not telling y'all to buy me a dining room set. <laughs> do you have a need for one? Yeah. Do you have a need? Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm showing you is that they died to themselves, and they saw the need. That was love, and they went. And then the man walks into his church. And there's a brand new dining room set, set. He never, he never, he never asked anybody for anything. He didn't say, because I'm the pastor, you should do this for me, or you should be doing that for me. There was a need that was met. Somebody went to their house and said they didn't have a dining room set. Yeah. And that was the heart of the, that was the heart. Right. And what we saw when we came here... Was if you didn't have a dining room set, I'm not going to hang around no broke preacher. Mm. That's true, too. Mm. That's true, too. It was complete. I've heard people say, I've heard ministers, I'm sorry, honey, I've heard ministers say, well, if they ain't got a car like this or a house like this, they ain't got the blessing of God on them. Okay, just stick around, buddy, and see what happens. Amen. So if I'm from the pits of hell, yeah. you're a liar, and the lying devil's working in you. Mm. Go ahead. Honey. Amen. Wanted to be wanted to be impressed. So that's what that was when we came here. That was the thing. And people were all and there was another thing that would happen, and I guess just come I guess it was the way people here were, whatever. Oh, we're gonna have you over. This is the one place we live that we have been told we're gonna have you we're gonna have you over. And it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just something people think they should say. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Let me tell you something. We lived in Oklahoma. Man, you'd be outside in, in the backyard somewhere, and people just drive up. Hey, where y'all going? Nothing. Come on around here. Let's come and knock on your door. Yeah, we was over here. We just come to see what you were doing. See, we didn't have cell phones and stuff back then. We had beepers. <laughs> and so they would just come. Then he kept you on the phone and said, Well, no, Marlo, he's outside. Oh, Pearlene, she's doing, they got the kids, they're outside doing stuff. They just show up. And it was okay. And it was okay. It was okay. You didn't have to call first. And then they come home. Most of the time, yes, look at it. Most of the time they was coming to get your kids, not to drop theirs off. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time they would come just on the street. They come over and say, Hey, do y'all mind if, 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 if the kids come over and play with my kids? No. The boys wanted the boys to come over. Or, you know, my daughter wants home, so we go ducking and hiding. Or she don't want me to keep the kids. <laughs> All right, I don't know how I got into that. But that. it's true. You know, maintaining a facade, putting, have, trying to have an image is exhausting. It is. It will wear you out. Some people go to work and all day long, and they got to dress a certain way and look a certain way, and then they get home. I just can't wait to get home so I can be myself. Hmm. Right. What were you all day long? Right. 
That's what preacher said. What were you doing all day long? Where were you all day? Who were you all day long? Jesus said, follow me. It's a facade. It will wear you completely out. Another thing is getting embarrassed. <laughs> getting embarrassed. You know, don't embarrass me. Pastor, please don't say nothing to me today because I don't want to be embarrassed. You're the main one I'm going to say something to. You're the one I'm coming to see. Next week I'm going to be right there. You may not come back, but that's on you. <laughs> the bottom line is getting embarrassed. Do you know people won't do things in the body of Christ because they, they're afraid somebody's going to see them a certain way? The pastor, the Lord can tell the pastor to ask so-and-so to do something. Oh, no, no, pastor, I need no, no, no. Because they're afraid of the way they're going to look. They're afraid of it. Instead of saying, Lord, pastor, did the Lord tell you that? All right, I've never done it before, but I trust him. Right. Look at Solomon. Twelve years old. When his, dad, when his daddy died, and he took over as king, king of Israel, he took over. Solomon, 12 years old, he didn't back away from it. And God said, what would you have me to do? What do you want from me? He said, I want wisdom so I can rule over these people. Right. He didn't run away from it. There was no pride there. He recognized his inadequacy. There was a woman, when I began to turn my life around, I went to see this woman. She came to, here to a church in Richmond from Nigeria. Never forget it, Alopa Taipei was her name. I remember the name well. And her husband had been murdered. She was the head of a church of 10,000 people, and they had a church in, I think, in the, in the Caribbean. She's Nigerian. And her husband was murdered right in front of her. You know, the Muslim government or whatever it was killed him right in front of her. So she sat there, and, you know, she went through all she went through. I'm not making light of it. But then she said, who's going to run this church? And the Lord said, you. And the Lord kept telling her, you, you, you. She kept running from him, kept running, kept running, kept running, kept running from him. And finally she got mad at God and said, at Jesus, and said, I am inadequate. God said, now I can use you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I can use you. And she went on to grow those churches and go on and become a great minister. She said, I got all these men, 10,000 people here. I got all of these men in this church. Why me, Lord? So that's what it is now. That's right. Amen. Amen. which causes you to be unforgiving. You got offended at somebody because they said something to you. All your little feelings got hurt. Yeah, your feelings got hurt. Your feelings got hurt. You know what I like? You know what's so funny? There are those people that love to tell people about themselves. But don't right? want to be told about themselves. You know, they get so mad, so offended, they won't even speak to you no more. <laughs> but they're quick to tell you about yourself. You tell them about yourself, they'll fight you. They'll fight you, man. And then, I mean, you don't get mad at you for years. I don't care what you say to me. 
I really don't. I used to. I used to be concerned about the way you see me. My kids used to tell my wife, Dad's one way at home and another way when he's in public, and they were right. Mm. Well, I'm the same every way now. I'm crazy at home. <laughs> I have fun at home. You know, I tell you what, I, you know, and you know, we go through whatever. But the bottom line, I'm the same person. What you see right here is what she gets at home. There's no, time, there's, there's no place in our life for, for offense because we're taking our minds off the Lord and we're focusing back again on ourselves. Pride keeps us focusing on ourselves, on yes. our feelings, on what we want, on how others see us. Pride always comes back to me. Pride always does that. Always. Always comes back to me. And that's how I like to live because we're going to see the growth when things come and our, and our focus is Jesus. We're, that's when we're going to see the growth. He becomes our focus. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, know, you know those folks that always know everything? Mm -hmm. They always got the answer. No matter what, they can, they can, or they can always out tell you a story. Man, I got some big old stories. Some of them I make up to see if somebody can outdo me. Because <laughs> I know when I, if I tell a story to certain people, they got a bigger one. You know, sometimes it's funny, I shouldn't do it, but I do. <laughs> I used to have some good stories myself. It's a lie on both sides of my mouth and the middle. But the bottom line is, no, the truth of the matter is this. Let me say this first. As long as you're depending upon your own efforts, you're always going to come short of God's grace. God's grace cannot work in pride. It will not, it will not. As a matter of fact, there's one verse of Scripture says, that's, um, that in, I think it's Galatians 2.21, it says, do not frustrate, Paul says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. That's the ability God wants to do things. Grace wants to work in your life. It takes faith. You have to die to yourself. That's after the scripture where Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ, yet I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. And then the next verse, verse 21 says, I do not frustrate Oh, yeah. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Where righteousness comes by the law or by my own efforts to, to satisfy the law, then Christ is dead in vain. And what does it mean to frustrate the grace of God? What does it mean? To set it aside. To, how dare we set aside God's ability to help us? To set it aside, to reject it. We reject His help because we want to do it ourselves. We want to stay alive, to neutralize His grace. To make it powerless in our lives. To bring it to nothing. To disannul it. To cast it off. Mm -hmm. His grace. That brings change. That brings that, that backs all of the promises of God. How dare we push that off to the side. Because we have more faith in ourselves. Yeah. Or they want to reduce faith. I say, I'm not going to say reduce faith. You can't reduce, I mean grace. But does it, well grace is a favor of God. Grace is God's divine influence on your heart. It's his ability to, to back his promises. Well, I tell you, I'm preaching good whether y'all say amen or not. Amen. 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 We got a few more minutes here, so just stick around. Don't go home yet. <laughs> Psalms 138, verse 6. Psalms 138, verse 6.
Though the Lord be high, yet have he respect unto the lowly. Unto those who are not in pride. Mm. Mm -hmm. But to the proud, he knoweth afar off. Though the Lord be high, and we know, and we know, I mean, he's God. We recognize his position as God, and his position as God in our life. So though he be high, yet have he respect unto the lowly. Mm -hmm. But the proud he knoweth from afar off. Those who are humble, the scripture says he resists the proud, he gives grace to the humble. You keep, you acknowledge his grace. You acknowledge his, this I'll often say, our father in the house, church time, he's not just for church. He is to be taken out of church. He is to be, our wife is to be is to be lived to glorify him. So it's it's constant. Pride is constantly presenting itself so that we can act on it. So is the grace of God. It's always there. And we're always given opportunity to choose. Constantly given opportunity to choose. But when we allow when we allow pride to rule, mm. then we, it's not that, and I'm saying this because you know, we're, we're quick to blame the devil. It's not the devil. It's me allowing pride to cut off or to, to come off what's mine. Grace is mine. He gave it to me. It's mine. But when I'm prideful, mm. then, then I, I allow it not to work. Because I want it, because I choose, because it is a choice, and I choose in this situation that I'm going to be prideful. Being shown up in whatever way it shows up. And usually it starts, this, your mouth? Your mouth is, what the scripture tells us, out of your mouth comes blessings and curses. This ought not be. It shouldn't be the same, out of the same mouth. And pride? Just listen to ourselves. I said this last week. If you're listening to this message about pride and you're thinking about somebody else, you've missed it. This message is for me to examine my life. Yep. It's for me to examine my life. It's not for me to be reminded of pastor. It's for me to examine my life to get rid of whatever's there that's not like him so that I, so that I can experience all that God wants me to experience in my life. Yes. I'm going to run through some scriptures here. And I want you to, um, I don't have to rush because we've probably got one more week on this topic. But I want to go, I want to look at a couple places. I want you to see something, what God's intent for us. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. And um, we're going to, I'm going to look at that. But just a couple of things I, I, we have to point out today. See, pride is so subtle. Pride always, I mean, man, I'll tell you right now, me, my, I, I, it is the worst thing in the world. I'm not telling you, you got to give the farm away or you got to be weak. You know, it takes, it, it, what makes you strong, you know, the Bible says let the weak say I'm strong. Why? Because we have the greater one on the inside of us that our total reliance is on, is on, is on the greater one. Mm. That we see him every day. Some of y'all got up this morning 
and you start questioning what, what your next moves are going to be, you gave no thought to him. Most of us don't give any thought to him when we're dealing with, until we get into some deep, deep trouble. But if we would give thought to him immediately in every circumstance and situation from the moment eyes pop open in the morning. What are we doing? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yes. Let's look at something. Verse 5 there says, what does it say? Trust in the Lord with all my heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all that heart, and lean not to my own understanding. Amen. You don't tell me why. You want me to tell you why? Because my understanding is based on what I see. That's right. And if what I see isn't working for me, if it's working in my life, then I'm on, I'm in a bind. But if I trust in the Lord with all my heart, and lean not to my own understanding. He's got one purpose. It's to fulfill his promise. That's all he's focused on, is that he will be able to fulfill his promise in me. That is, he becomes single-minded. Is Marlo going to make room for me today to bless him? Mm. To open the doors that have been shut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or is he going to keep kind of open the doors himself? Mm -hmm. Been there. I don't want to do that ever again. Trust in the Lord all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. Next verse, please, brother. In all. How many? All. All thy ways acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. A person who has this mindset or who feels this way in their heart, they're not in pride. Jesus Christ trusted in his Father all the time. He trusted in the Lord. Most of us don't even see Jesus Christ as a man. He was Jesus Christ, the man in this earth. He was the anointed one. The anointer anointed him. That's right. Amen. And he acknowledged that. Amen. He lived here as a man. Yes, he did. Oh, he was <laughs> he was indeed. He was indeed. But he lived here as a man because it deity could not have saved us. It had to, deity saved us through a man, through the man Jesus Christ. He became a man. I get into that another time. Verse 7. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. In other words, reverence the Lord and depart from evil. That's right. Depart from your own efforts. Next verse. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Oh, is that ever cry? Because you are the all-knowing. You got every answer. All anybody, no, they don't even have to ask you, and you'll give them, their, and you'll answer. They don't even have to ask. That's that's nothing but pride, because mm. you are so wise in your own eyes. You know so much. You know so much that you don't even have to listen to nobody else, because you know anybody can ask you anything, and you got you you always know what's going on. Be not wise in your own eyes. It's prideful. It's prideful. Verse 8. 
And verse 8 reads, It shall be health to thy neighbor. Woo! <laughs> health and marrow to thy bones. And marrow to them, it shall be health to thy neighbor. Man, marrow to them, and everything that I need. Mm -hmm. Because I trusted him. With all my heart, lean not to my understanding. Because I trust his word. I trust his methods. That's right. That I am totally sold out to him. I recognize that by myself and without him, I am nothing. But within with him, operating in me as I have made room that the grace of God would work in me because I have rid myself of myself and I allow him to be the God in me that he wants me to be. Yeah, right. That he wants to be. That he paid for. Jesus paid for that with his own life. He paid for that with his blood and his broken body. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. 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 I'm going to show you something. Matt, uh, John. John, John. 1 John chapter 2 verse 1. Y'all just stay with me now. John chapter 2 verse 1. I don't want y'all 1 John chapter 2 verse 1. I don't want you to miss this. Nobody. Amen. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you two verses of scripture and you, uh, you better grab it today. Today's the only day you can get it. <laughs> My little children. He's talking to believers here. He says, My little children. Children are what? Helpless. Mm -hmm. Those of you that are helpless, who recognize and acknowledge that you're little children. We are little children in the kingdom of God. Well, Pastor, that don't make no sense. Well, stick around a minute. Go over to Matthew chapter uh, 18, verse 3. My little children. We got to, you got to become as little children. Watch this. Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. I know you love it. Y'all ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Don't miss yeah. this. And said, Verily I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, except you be converted and, and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Next verse. Whosoever therefore shall what? Humble himself. I like the way he said this. Say, say it one more time. Humble himself. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, because he had little kids sitting next to him. He said, bring that kid to me. He was teaching them then to believers until we become as little children, dependent upon him. Humble, humble himself as little children. The same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And that's when, uh, I think it was John and James, or, what James and John, brother? Was, anyway, the mother had went to him and said about them being next to him, in heaven, or what, you know, right? And what he pointed out was this. He said, man, that's not mine to give. He said, that's not, I can go back up. And, but he said, that's, that's not for me to give. And he says, but until you humble yourself as little children, those that humble yourself, they're going to be, they're going to eat from the kingdom of heaven. Amen. All right? You see, believers today, we're not walking in the kingdom of heaven right now or in, in the kingdom of God right now. What? What's the kingdom of God? Well, we're fully supplied. Well, we're completely and fully supplied. We're not because we haven't become as little children. Right. We become self-reliant. Mm. Self-made. Self-made Christians. I like to see that. 
<laughs> Amen? Amen. Unless we become, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as little children, the same is what? The greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all. I think I'm, we're going to close it up here. But I'm going to tell you something. You people are afraid of technology. Man, let me tell you something. I left them in my office. I got me some brand new earpads. Yeah. 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 I got an iPhone watch. What do you call it? All right, saying that I mean I say it right. Well, we love learning how to use it. I'm not afraid of it. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. And I got an iPhone, and I'm I'm learning. Listen, I'm saying this for I'm saying it. Y'all stay with me. I'm saying this for a reason. I'm learning a little bit more, little 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 bit more at a time. I'm like a little kid. Matter of fact, my my granddaughter. Uh, I got one yesterday. We was out at the ball game yesterday. And I was asking her to do something. She said, hey, Grandpa, they give me the phone. <laughs> they take it. My grandkids tell my, my oldest granddaughter, she'll grab, she'll grab, she'll grab, Grandpa, give me the phone. And she'll do, but I'm learning. I'm not afraid of it. You know, you go into the restaurants now, and they got this QR thing. No menus, some of them. No menus. There's a place downtown. I went in there and ordered some food, and they said, uh, you got to, I'm like, what? And I had to go to the thing. I kind of got, I said, yeah, man, I'm getting this. I mean, you know, my point is this. When you're in pride, you're not, you're going to stop learning. We need to continue to learn. We need to listen. Those things are for our benefit. I don't need that. I don't need that. Well, go back and go get your phone with the can then. Go climb the pole and talk to somebody. Go get your dollar if you don't need that. Rejoice in anything. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Lord, I need your help to help me to understand these things. The reason we don't grow is because of pride. The reason we don't receive from God is because of pride. Amen? Amen. Boy, I got a whole nother week of this for you. You might as well get ready. Hey, look, it's whipping my behind, too. Amen. Yeah. Stop talking over people. When people are talking, don't cut them off because you think you have the right answer. Listen, they may not need you to say a word. They might just need somebody to talk to. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Man, I, I'll never forget it. Man. I know my wife would say she'd be one to talk. I mean, that she regretted it back then, too. Because she wanted to talk, and she would, she'd be like, hey, can we talk? And most of the time, I ain't going to go into all that. But most of the time, I said, okay, we can talk. And then she started talking, and I started answering. She would have solutions. She would, before she get out of her mouth, I already had the answer. I was wrong. It's two left shoes. Mm -hmm. And he used to make me mad because she has this way of making me feel about this small. She said, well, okay, now that you, now. Now, if you listen to me, then you understand what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, That's right. <laughs> but I spit the answer all the way down the road. <laughs> there was no communication there. Communication is listening. And com communication will help you understand, well, you know, maybe we both need to pray together to get the answer. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Maybe we both need to rely on God to get the answer. You Amen. can't say like this old man told me, this is, a, I, this is the funniest thing ever. I worked in oil business, oil field, and I was out on the job one day, and uh, at the time I think my title was like field service manager or something, and I went to this location, and it was for Santa Fe Energy, I'll never forget. And, and we go out there, and uh, I was up in Roger Mills County, I don't that. <laughs> anyway, we went, I went up there to go in the well, and me and this old man had a good working relationship. He was the man who worked for Santa Fe, and I worked for the company I worked for. And so we're sitting down there, and he's talking to me. He said, it was funny, I used to love the way he said my name. He was probably about 87, 80-something years old. He said, Marlo Guy, you know, that's what he said. Hello, Marlo Guy, come on in here. We had a working relationship. I've been with him for a long time. He trusted me. And so, this is engineer, guy fresh out of college. Just became an engineer for the company. And he comes in there. And so he answered, he said, This here, Marlo Guy, with that oil. We're going to do so and so and so. And this the engineer. The engineer said, All right, great. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and this, that. And the engineer said, The old man said, Howl it, howl it, howl it. You done been out here 15 minutes to know that all up. <laughs> Boy, it cracked me up. I laughed so hard. He said, he, he ain't been out here for 15 minutes. He done know this. Now, this year, boy, he's in that, that dispenser, and then he's a fresh professional. He do this every day. You don't know nothing. <laughs> you just shut up and listen. So we sit down and discuss what we had to do out there. But it's funny, but pride don't do that to you. You don't know it all up. Know it all up. Don't know it all up. <laughs> Go to the manual. Go to the author and the finisher of our faith. That's right. Hallelujah. Go to him, get the answers, and then come out with something intelligent to say. <laughs> Stop cutting people off. Stop cutting me off. Stop cutting people <laughs> off. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We don't want to walk in pride. That's right. We don't want to walk in pride. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the life that we have. Listen. We've been given new life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Unfailing life. Resurrection life. Life without beginning and life without end. Eternal life is out right now. We have all this, but we don't know how to live and walk in it. Amen. We're too busy trying to do order our own steps and instead of letting him order our steps. Right. That's Amen. right. Amen. Father, thank you for my children. Lord, you fixed them. You gave me, I have a promise for my seed. You fixed my seed. Thank you that they walk healed. Oh, thank you that they don't walk in pride and selfish. Thank, thank, thank you, Lord, they don't dump on each other. I thank you, Lord God, that they build each other up. I thank you that they live according to the life of Christ that's on the inside of them. I declare that they will fulfill the call that's on their life. That takes it out of my hands. That keeps me from looking at where they're failing and see where he and, and, and be able to see where he, God, can be God on the inside of them and uphold his promise. Uphold his word with his power. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Is anybody in here who never received Jesus as their Lord and Savior? Everybody in there asked Jesus into their heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and live on the inside of me. Anybody? 
Praise God. We've got a house full of people of the just, the righteous, Amen. the righteousness of God that have the victory and the life of Christ on the inside of them. The carriers of the glory of God. Hallelujah. They're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 If there's someone out here watching us today, you never made Jesus Christ your Lord. Today's your day. He's tugging on your heart. If you would just say this message, that, Father, this message, just pray with me, Father, this message that, the, that, 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 that you sent through the man of God today, I receive it. I believe this. I believe in this Christ. I believe that Jesus died for me and that he rose again. Lord, I'm impotent without Jesus. Yes. I need you in my life, Lord. And I thank you that you made provision through Jesus Christ, your son. I believe, Lord, that I owed a debt that I couldn't pay, and Jesus paid it for me on the cross. I believe that Jesus died for me. Yes. I believe that he paid for all of my sin. I believe that he shed his blood for me. He covered that. I've been covered by his blood. And I believe that he rose again in power, in might for me. I believe that Jesus is alive and that he is your son and he's my savior. Jesus, come in my heart. Live on the inside of me. I accept what you have done for me. Father, I accept what Jesus has done for me. And I thank you for your provision of a savior. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer this morning, we welcome you into the family of God. And you now have the life of God and all these things that we talked about today belong to you. Now you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to teach you about Jesus and everything that he accomplished for you. And that you will learn to grow up, to mature, that you can be discipled and walk in those things and be useful to the kingdom you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. And if you're in this local area, we're at 7643 Hall Street Road. Right in the poker shop area. And we welcome you to join us on Sunday mornings at uh, 1045. We start our services. We welcome you to come and join with us. And fellowship with us. Be discipled here. But wherever you are, if you, if you have another place, another church that you'd like to attend and to go visit and go, so be it. Or uh, wherever you are in America or around the world, you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to help you grow up in the things of God. Well, praise God. Welcome to the family of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Brothers and sisters, Amen. walk in the grace of Amen. For by grace, God's ability, strength, capacity, you are saved through faith. Not of yourself. It is a gift, not of yourself, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. You have the gift of grace. You have the gift of salvation. You have the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You receive the gift of righteousness, and with that comes an abundance of God's grace. So don't let pride keep you from walking in what Christ has, what the Father has provided for you through Jesus Christ. Have a wonderfully blessed week. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.